Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And we are back. Another edition of the Underdog Jets podcast with number 80, Garfield's finest. And Wayne, it's a loss. It's a loss. But I feel a lot better after this game as opposed to the win after week one, I got to be honest, not the, the immediate moment afterwards because week one was great, but the next day. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, Zach played a lot better. Uh, we could say it was the play calling. We could say decision-making, you know, there's a lot to it. Uh, you know, and you know, people are talking about that, but bottom line, he still coughed the ball up at the end, but um, people asked me about his performance. I said, if he could do that, it's good enough to win if the defense plays better, which I think they will. So uh, I think yeah. if you play like that, uh, there's a chance to win some ball games. I, I mean, it's it, coughing the ball up is unfortunate. I think he got ahead of himself because he had a great pre-snap look. We'll bring it up later. It was three by one trips, and they it was only three. It was three versus three basically. So I think he got giddy, um, right. and afterwards he said something about the protection where he. He thought he'd have to slide right uh, because a free runner might have been coming left. So it, it's good signs that he's actually talking about that stuff and seeing that stuff. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, he didn't have that deer in headlights. Um, right. Look that he always had, you know, on the sideline, he seemed a little more, you know, motivated, uh, being more of a leader, which is, uh, has been part of the problem and being accountable. So maybe he grew up a little bit, uh, you know, and everybody was like, well, I'm wrong. I was wrong about Zach. Listen, it's one game. He played better, but, um, you know, he's got to sustain it. Should we say, hey, we were wrong about him because we're, you know, he's got a lot more to do to uh, to prove himself to me, at least. Uh, I think everyone. Me, too. E- even though I fall more on the side of mentality and I'm not absolving Zach, I just think it's more of a mentality thing with the coaching. Even though I fall on that side, he's, he hasn't proven anything. He still has to sustain it. He has to build off of it. And it'll start this weekend in Denver. Yeah. Um, perfect place to go. Uh, you know, they have the uh, tiff between Hackett and uh, Sean Payton, but sometimes it's better to get away from the home crowd, specifically when you get booed. So uh, I fully expect them to, um, you know, Play well and uh, but you know come away with a win. How was um? It, it was also last year Denver the game that they won to improve to five and two, but the game that everything turned because that's when AVT and Brees Hall went down for the year. Right. So it's kind of a house of horrors for them right now. Who do they have after Denver? Philly. Wow. F- 
Philly at home, the the team, the one team the Jets have never beaten, Philly at home. So it, it this Denver game is crucial, and then a bye after Philly. So if you win this game, get to two and three. You know, you don't want to say it's okay to lose to Philly, but it's a tough game. It'll be home. Uh, and if anything's possible in the NFL, I mean, they could lose to Denver and beat Philly for all we know. The thing is, though, you know, you needed that New England game. That's one you had to have. You had to have uh, that, yeah. You pull this one out the other night. Um, you're sitting there with a chance to be three and three. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I look more at the New England game as winnable than the other night, even though it was a one possession game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they got to get this one. I'll try to get back to 500, but uh, it's a shame they couldn't pull these last two off. Yeah, and look at this. First play of the game, this this goes to what we talked about last week with their mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, two tights. And it, interestingly, even though the Chiefs were aggressive all night, Spags was ahead of Hackett here. He was ready. He had two deep right off the bat. And play, it played right into Spags' hands. Play action, just a two-man route with two over the top. So Zach has nowhere to go. And it's a good play to to not force anything downfield. Right. Yeah, he was more he was more decisive. But yeah. um you could see when he started getting the ball out of his hand on time and deciding when to scramble and stuff like that. Uh it just clicked at one point. Uh but like you said, not starting off the game with a potential INT or turnover, uh maybe showed a little growth. What what did you think? Because this is the big topic. What did you think about the uh, penalties and the the call on Sauce Gardner on the <laughs> intercept? <laughs> you got to give it to the fans out there that they're dying to hear what you have to say about this one. Yeah, it's tough. You know, you know. I told you, I showed you my uh, eyes messed up. I had just gotten back from the hospital. I had been for a couple of days, and I was kind of like uh, out of it and watching. And that when they threw that flag, I kind of like jumped off the couch. I was just like, you know, I couldn't believe. Not that they made the call, but how mm-hmm. late, late it was. You know that, what I mean? Yeah. That's- and then not calling the hold on uh, Jermaine. Jermaine Johnson on that, you know. But they did give up two third and 20. You know what I mean? It's You can go back to that. It's not one play, but uh, that hold play was terrible. So, the the uh, defense yeah. left a lot to be desired. Let's be honest. That's why um, I said if they could play how they can and Zach could do that or close to that, you, you know, there's a possibility to still be a playoff team. Did you notice what Reed did? I mean, and every smart OC does this against the Jets. The so counters, draws, misdirections yeah. to try to take advantage of them overplaying, over pursuing. And, and they destroyed – they ran for over 200 yards. They destroyed the Jets' edge game. Like they yeah. killed their edge play all night. It, Pacheco, whatever his name is from Rutgers. I mean, Jesus Christ. Does he run hard? God. Yeah, but he's all – I mean, it's just – they got gashed in a couple of plays, and, you know, Reed's like, we're going to be the 85 Bears. I've seen nothing like that. Yeah, no. Uh, you nothing. know, the talent's there, but they haven't really played that perfect, you know, pitch a shutout kind of game. Right. Um, something they can do this week versus Denver. Uh, I'm sure they're going to fire it up. So maybe – this is the week that they show that. Yeah, this is the Pacheco long run. It, I hated the pat the holding call on Sauce, but this is the worst non-call of the night. Jet motion. They do a little misdirection. I don't know if it's a counter. Or we'll see. But watch Sherwood here. 
Clemens crashes down. So it has to be a, a, an exchange, a scrape exchange or something where he's crashing and a linebacker has – someone needs to have edge support here. Right. And I'm not sure would get tackled. He gets tackled here. Yeah. Tackled, 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 tries to get away. Dude grabs yeah. his foot. and Like, that's the worst call of the night, in my opinion. Yeah. There was a couple of them, you know, and blame this, blame that. People are blaming Taylor Swift. They're blaming this. They're blaming that. Swifties, whatever you want to Swift call them. Swift mojo. Um, yep. Listen, it, it, they say one play doesn't win or lose a game, but um, – couple of these could have really changed it, especially when they had the momentum. Uh, so we could talk about it all we want, the, the what ofs and what could have been, but uh, it's a loss. Are, are, are there more victories in football? Yeah, uh, but unless they come out this week and improve and, and win, it, it's not really going to matter how close they came uh, Sunday night. Correct. And like you said, they have to shore up the defense, the, the run defense. Their run defense is what, like 26th or 27th in the NFL right now. It's just not is that right. Wow. Yeah. Here, here's Zach Wilson's first touchdown. Key to me, second down. You know, you're not waiting on third down to make something happen here through the air. It's goal line day. It's standard, but, and it was covered pretty well. But the patience here on the play action to not yeah. freak out, to not freak out, be patient. And just trust the throw. Well, he knew where he wanted to go. If he waits a split second longer, it's out of bounds. Yeah. You know, the touchdown to Lazard, small window. If he waits, you know, he was just he was just on time. I don't know if you know he was talking to Aaron Rodgers in between series, but uh his confidence level went up and giving the opportunity for his weapons to make plays. Uh that's all he needs to do. You know, what was our throw it up there, let him make a play, get past him here, something. And uh, it just clicked a little bit for him. I think the biggest play was, and the one that really got him going was the one where he just threw up to Lazard, it, scrambling out of the right uh, right side of the pocket, and he just threw it up. And Lazard came back for him and got it. I mean, that's fine. You can underthrow those one on one balls, it's one on one. And if the DB's not looking, I mean, that's a crazy advantage. Yeah, I have to say that the guy's burning with his back to you. Uh, even a crappy throw, which he does a lot, it, it could get a completion. Yeah, if if the receiver could make a play on the ball, um, and he, and it did that, and it's frustrating as hell to me because it's something that could have been done the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like I said, just trust, trust yourself, trust your receiver to make a play on the ball. Right, right, and listen. Uh- I think we mentioned it too. The Chiefs might be the best opponent for the offense because if they get down early, they'll be forced to have to go downfield and be aggressive. And I'm hoping that's not the only reason that happened. Let's read some of these comments here. (laughs) What do you got? No, just, you know, it's, it's positive, more positive than it's been. Sorry if I'm talking weird. I took a chunk out of my tongue when I fell. So it's like, uh, an talk. actual an actual chunk of your tongue is missing mm-hmm. in the side. Yeah, you I messed up, man. Like, God, dude. No notes to self. Do not take ten Advil a day for years because that's what happened. I ripped a like a GI bleed, so I was bleeding into my stomach, and my uh, blood pressure went down like sixty over forty. Uh, passed out, hit my head. You know, they rushed me to the hospital and stuff like that. Just because all the headaches I've had over the years. Yeah. 
Yep. And now I'm paying for it. It's self-inflicted. But uh, like I said, I know I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's self-inflicted. Not yeah. even not even so, close uh, to self-inflicted. If I'm talking like Mike Tyson, it's because my tongue hurts. Um, um, I'm I'm positive no one out there cares. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Jarvis W. Notice the change in Zach's general demeanor. Uh, looking as I think he's turning the corner. Fingers crossed. So, yeah. Listen, you know, I was one of. Many, many, many people who said he's not the guy. Uh, he doesn't have this. He doesn't have this quality. Listen, you know, I know he showed it, and I'm happy about that. And I'm happy to be wrong for one game. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he could have turned the corner. Um, he did it in a national, uh, you know, uh, audience. Uh, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. Um, you know, I know some people came out, oh, we're complete. No, definitely look different. Definitely rallied. His teammates rallied by him. He got the locker room back. So, yeah, uh, I'm not saying I'm wrong. Uh, you know, the jury's out. But, yeah, he definitely, Travis W., you know, his demeanor looked completely different. And let's put it this way, too. What we worry about him is his mentality, like fragile, yeah. right? Overthinking. At the yeah. end of this game, I thought he came down too hard on himself, blaming himself for the fumble, the, the, the snaps, the fumbled snap looked like a lost puppy so if there's ever a game a next week where he could prove that that stuff he's overcome that stuff it's this weekend in denver you know if he because it's a good chance if if you think he's too fragile he'll just revert back to the scared guy scared quarterback this week in denver after what happened at the end of this game no this was a perfect game i I would hate for them to be you know going against a team that you know like the eagles or right uh, you know, some of these teams are, you know, when you're playing the Chargers, the Bulls are coming off the end. I'm not I'm not sure too much about Denver. I know they have uh, Sertain. Yeah, uh, they got Sertain. I don't know too, too much about them, but I know they can shut down Russell Wilson. I know we can score on them. So uh, to be on the road uh, against that opponent, it, it, it sets up good, man. Yeah, the, this throw, I mean, this is all confidence. It, to open the second quarter, Chiefs. Normal look for them. Uh, normal look for any defense playing Zach Wilson. Press on the outside. Uh, if it's if this receiver's over there, it's going to be pressed on both sides. But they're going to stagger single high. Do they bring heat? Yeah, they bring five. And he recognizes one on one coverage everywhere. Confident throw. Boom. Reads the leverage to the. Is, that's what you got to see. And we finally saw it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It's not that hard. It's, it's, it's not know, rocket I mean, science. It's not. No. It's not rocket science. What's the worst thing that happens on that in the one old art? It's incomplete. Exactly. Third and long, you know, you're 30, 40 yards down the field, gets picked off with the guy going down. It's like a punt. You just you got nothing to lose. Zach has def- nothing to lose. Everybody's against him. Let it rip. Let it fly. Let it go. Yes. Run. You're, you know, you're so athletic on a two point conversion. It was just like, I'm going, you know, and that's uh, that confidence, man. Listen, a couple big plays, crowds cheering for you, teammates are slapping you high five. That's all it takes to turn things around. It's not, like I said, it's not rocket science. No. You got, you got some weapons there, um, you know, and someone made a comment about uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, I want to get that. I'm shocked mm-hmm. that he hasn't done anything, but, you know, get the ball to Brees Hall. And Gary Wilson had 14 targets. That's how you're going to win games and, and score more than 10 points. 
Yeah, Cook. Cook doesn't look great right now. No, I'm shocked. Yeah, and here's another one. Rucker and – oh, how about Xavier Gibson and Rucker playing in this game? They needed Xavier Gibson on the offense in the worst way to get some yeah. motion, jet motion going. And then Rucker coming down with this corner route. Uh, what's the coverage? Man again. Yes, he man again. The next step for Wilson is going to be beating zones because yeah. Spags threw a little more zone in there later in the third, early in the fourth, and the, and the Jets couldn't – see, this is the first time the Jets' offense was faced with an in-game adjustment. Right. Usually it was Zach Wilson. The offense never forces the D to change anything. They just play aggressive, uh, run blitz on first and second down, and dare them over the top. Finally, they had, they challenged the D to change, and then they couldn't adjust to that change. So I think that's the next step, too. You know what's interesting, too? I took a picture of this. About the uh, someone said, uh, John Hepper and offensive line is gelling. Yes, um, pass block win rate has improved each week. Week one, 30, week two, 35, week three, 50, and then the other night, uh, 68 percent with the league average being 56. So, uh, yeah, oh, we're not talking about that, but coincidence line blocks better, Zach plays better. Yeah, um, that's true, too. Yeah, listen, if they could just solidify that. Um, like you said, at this point, it's just like don't miss blocks. Don't turn. I mean, it's it, like I said, it's not rocket science. It, obviously, you know, not everybody can play football, uh, you know, NFL court. It's not that easy. But um, with someone with that talent and those weapons, it, it's, if you just uh, not say dumb it down, but uh, just allow him to make those reads, nothing too crazy. This is how he can play. Yeah. And I think if the game plan shows confidence in him, that goes a long way too. Yeah. In that, okay, we are going to take some chances on first and second down instead of trying to set up third and manageable, third and five, third and six every time. It's also the Um, relationship with the offense coordinator. It's like, you know, um, all right, you know, I, I, I don't know about the play, but all right, he made the right call. He made, you know, like you start trusting in the play calling. Instead of being like, why are we running this game? Why are we doing mm-hmm. this? So uh, that relationship is important, too, where Aaron Rodgers didn't need an offense coordinator. He's the coordinator. He's the coach. Right. But, he really um, is. Yeah. He's learning to deal with Hackett. What's to say? Oh. Look at this. John Hepburn. Wayne is Mr. First Down. Yes. He collected a few first downs in his career. Time to retire the number 80. Guess what, John? It's basically already unofficially retired. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do, John. I mean, um, it's 28 years since I since I donned it in 95. Uh, I don't know what they could do. It'd be awful weird to see someone um, wear it. I think there's other jerseys that should be retired before mine. But uh, if it happens, yeah, I don't, I don't it'll be uh, it, it would be insane. But it would it would be war- it'd be weird. Uh, but if they don't want to retire, that's their choice. And, uh, nah, it's, it's going to get retired. We know that. There was actually talk when – remember when Jamison Crowder came here? There there was a rumor started when he got signed that the Jets said he's going to wear number 80. But it wasn't true. And obviously, it, it didn't happen. He wore 82, I think. But <laughs> yeah, 80 will be story, retired. It, yeah. When the um, rosters came out you know, during the year and it said uh, Crowder, number 80. Oh, it did? Um, uh, on the Jets website. Oh, so, so that's so it wasn't a rumor. That's where it came from. I didn't realize that. 
Wow. No, so I, I text um guy over there, you know, in the group, they're like, oh no, 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 no. Like that this it just whoever came over from whatever team, that was the number they had. Gotcha. Uh and they said, uh, no, they said absolutely not. No one's gonna wear it. Uh which was funny because when Lavernius came back the th- second or third time to the team, mm-hmm. he asked for it, number eighty. Because he was eighty, he took my you know, number eighty in honor of me when he went to Washington. And the equipment manager is like, nah, no, nah, can't have it. And, then, you know, Lorenis is my guy. So uh, I think people have asked for it, but um, the answer has always been no. So I think that's pretty cool. Here's the question. If, if the rules are now where you could have worn any number, would you have stuck with three? I probably would have started with three uh, after training camp. I certainly wouldn't have switched, but um, kind of weird, right? Yeah, know. think about that. The cool the thing is, is, when you go to the stadium or see fans, some numbers you see and you're like, it could be one of two or three people. And then mm-hmm. you have your basic Klecko and Namath and this and that. You know, but there's been two or three number 85s or 87 or, you know, 88s. Um, but if yeah. you see a number 80 jersey, it's pretty much 100% that it was uh, me, <laughs> unless you're That's a Johnny it. Lamb Jones fan. Johnny um, Lamb Jones, yes. I forgot about Lamb Jones. Yep. You no, know, I was looking, you know, people, you know, I used to see all the number 33 Jamal Adams jerseys and um, you know, people burned him when he left or whatever. But yeah, yeah. How many games has he played in since he got traded to Seattle? You can have like 50 million and he's played in what five games? Yeah, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. And I didn't even see it last night. Like I, I was in and out of the Giants game not locked in i didn't even realize he left the game hurt yeah so that's rough the whole point is people you know wearing these jerseys and not, you know wearing my jersey but um it's no rare it's rare to know what a great move that was by uh getting rid of him and what he ended up being oh huge huge it's like yeah. if you think about what douglas has done it, yeah. it's universal in his praise pretty much almost you know 99 it, it, he's just one moment away from making it all happen. It, it's such a rare thing to see. And we're just waiting on that moment. Um, Simple Eats says the week Wayne finally gives up on Zach, he shows something with the uh, crying faces. <laughs> up on him. I'm just like, you know, I got to the point where like, it wasn't so much about giving up on him. It was the fact that they were doubled down, double, doubling down that he was the guy no matter what, he's a starter, no matter what, no one's getting reps with first team. And I was just like, this isn't the guy. I'm like, this is like, you know, but then to say, all right, we brought in someone. Uh, maybe Zach's job isn't like 100%, you know, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. When I heard that, then I was like, all right, that's what I want to hear. You know, I'm not saying like, Never play again. I'm just saying you need to play in B, play in C, whatever it is. It can't so, be so – I understand. It, it can't be so concrete yeah, is what you were so saying. The fact, yeah, now the fact that he knows maybe it could be in jeopardy, he played it a certain way. But, yeah, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Do I think he could win a Super Bowl right now? I, like I said, I hope. But, like, he needs to get better, uh, and I'll be the first one to admit he took a step. Um, but this, let's do it two weeks in a row. Let's do it exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm nowhere near. Okay. He's figured it out. Yeah. But 
there have been there were improvements like what we saw in Buffalo and Dallas that he was scared to death to just sit in the pocket for over a second the previous two years looking at the receivers he's looking no no yeah and I know the bar is low but and again it's the mind it's the head it's the head case stuff and the best thing going for everyone all the Jets fans that he has figured it out is maybe he just took everything to heart too much. Like, okay, we're running a game plan. It's conservative. My job is to take care of the ball. And he's just so frightened to do a damn thing that, you know, garbage came out. Swing it. Swing it. Oh, dude, let's talk about that. Rodney Harrison, man. He's a, yeah, that he's was a, bad. He's, he's a piece of something. Yeah, that was bad. It's kind of like giving, you know, credit and celebrating, you know, the Chiefs win to Chris Jones this and that. What we want to do is have him badmouth this kid. You know, and, and Chris Jones wouldn't have it. And then badmouthing, calling Zach garbage and trying to get Chris Jones to say something and like double that joke. Just it's just like, dude, let it go, man. This kid played good. People are happy for him. He's, I mean his opponents happy for him that the kid was getting hammered by everybody and yeah. like, you can't let it go. Like I didn't like him as a player. I don't like him as a person. Yeah. Um, you know, you got a good gig there, man. Just, and you're getting bashed about, you know, your decision to uh, question this young kid. So I didn't like it. Um, yeah, no, I, was, I didn't. Yeah. I think, it, I think a lot of people, you know, are, are firing back at him and he, he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. The easiest thing to do in life is to pile on to an easy target. Yeah. And when I say pile on, I don't, I don't mean just regular fandom. I mean yeah. what he did. Like yeah. you, you just, you know, yeah. if you're going to do that, at least be consistent. And, and he's not consistent for one. And, and Chris and Jones. He, yeah. Chris, the other side of it is I'm watching Chris Collinsworth. I don't know if he's related to Zach Wilson. I don't know if you, you heard the game, if he's like, you know, Godfathers. I was just like, wow. Yeah. He was, he was a, him, like, this, this was perfect. That was perfect. And I was like, I understand he's a, a you know trying to do right by the kid and like you know give him confidence and kudos, but I was like, wow, I was like, I don't know. I like he, he was a bit much. He spoke good about me too, but I was like, he, wow. Yeah, he was. He's on our intro actually, Collinsworth. Is that uh, right? One of the 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 tackle. Uh, I forget which team it was, but the tackle you escaped like three guys, uh, he, and then uh, dove for the pylon. He drove, he 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 did right by me, but just listening, uh, I was looking at my, my family. I'm like, do you hear this guy? I'm like, this, I'm like, this is crazy, but he made the plays, uh, you know, give him kudos. Yeah, I think we Chris Collinsworth is uh Zach's yeah. dad and Chris Sims yeah. is Zach's older brother. I think those are the two. Crazy. Uh we have uh DFF wants to is there a five percent chance Zach is back up next yes. year? Yes, because think about it. The the one silver lining that could come out of Salah sticking with him and showing confidence in him and never wavering, other than Zach fulfilling it, even yeah. if he fulfills it, he's gonna he's gonna want to return that favor and, and hang yeah. around Aaron Rodgers and be the backup next year if all works out. Back to plan A. <laughs> yeah. The only now way he's back. not the backup, the only way he's not the backup is if something if he reverts back to is he not the backup of someone – if Simeon comes in and does well and ends the year or someone else comes – if he if – he, someone replaces him and he never gets back in, he won't be the backup. That's the only way. Exactly. If he falls on his face, that's the only way it's not going to happen. 
Um, we're going to take a couple more questions. Don't forget, discount code 80 at Jets X Factor and rate and review us on iTunes, Underdog Jets Podcast. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Brian Delaporta. Why did the Jets have Bryce Hall in press? Man, I think he's saying man coverage against Travis Kelsey in a crucial point in the game. I don't know if you saw. I don't know the spot you're talking about because I haven't looked at each play yet on the film. Um, if you're still there, type it out which spot and we'll try to find it. But Sauce, people were speculating whether Sauce would travel with Kelsey everywhere. It didn't happen. I thought Sauce would be – Sauce is not a slot corner. He doesn't have that build. But against tight ends, it's kind of perfect because he's long against a physical tight end. But I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I keep seeing – who is Nathan Rourke? Nathan Rourke. Where do you see that? It's weird. I can't, I've heard comments of that on – I don't know. <laughs> Don't put someone's. I don't know what it. Don't put the whole comment up there. But I'm like, I've heard that before. And maybe he's maybe he's in college or something like that. Nathan but, uh, yeah. Rourke. I don't know. Mickey so, Rourke's uh, uh, long lost. Trevor son. Simeon. I didn't realize that Trevor Simeon had 40 TDs and like 20 INTs. I'm like, I thought that was a pretty good ratio. What What was it again for Simeon? Uh, he had like uh, 40 TDs and 20 interceptions. I thought that was yeah. Uh, the Better one, than I thought. He had a great season the, the year after Peyton. Uh, was it the year after Peyton left Denver, I think? And he came in. He replaced Peyton Manning, which is not easy, right, in Denver. Right. And he had a good year. And that's I think that's the bulk of his stats. Yeah. Um, Rourke, who I'm not even familiar with. I don't know. He's with the Jags right now. This is actual person? Yes, this is an actual person. He's 25. He came from the CFL. That's why we don't know this guy. <laughs> All right. This could be a, a, a relative. He friend. comes from the land where hockey is is God. <laughs> this Victoria, is Canada. Yes. This is funny when people come up with. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So we gave this kid a shout out. I don't know who he is, but um, hey, we'll we'll look into him. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks in, for the uh, comment. We'll look into him. Any uh, any event. Um, good show. Um, you know, lots to talk about, but uh, like you said, the jury is still out. But uh, perfect game, absolute perfect game playing Denver on the road. It is. Um, and I think, and I think, based on the defense, probably going to come out pissed off. That uh, I think it could be a convincing win, and uh, you know, build on that going to play uh, the Eagles, which um, they're gonna have to play a perfect game to get by them. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. It will be tough. All right, Jets fans, until next time, hopefully they're two and three by the time we're talking to you again. Yeah. Take care. Yeah.